You know you're created for more. Now let's do something about it. Welcome to Project You, the space for you to embrace the I can, I will philosophy. And finally, start making progress towards your goals, your dreams, and your desires. Be kind, supportive, and remember every day that the blueprint for you is within. I'm Cami Craig. Today, let's work on Project You. Hey, you guys, welcome to Project You with Cami Craig. I just want to welcome everyone that has been listening to Project You for the now 119 episodes. So thankful for every single one of you. I am thankful that this podcast is continuing um, its growth through not only the United States, but internationally. I get text messages, I get DMs, I get emails all the time about the comfort of this Project You podcast. The comfort that I'm sensing from you and that I get from this podcast too is release. Uh, The comfort is vulnerability. The comfort is safety, you know, safety um, to be ourselves, safety to share truth, safety to really um, understand and discover who we are meant to be. And we live in the day and age, day and age that uh, there's so many resources out there. Uh, We don't just have to look to our wise counsel that is around us in our support group, right? Or the community group. Uh, we actually have access to the internet now, and we have all the podcasts. We have we have books that are endless. Um, I know that tons of people share their audiobooks, and a lot of people like their hands on their books and and gift them to me. And I just want to say thank you, thank you for uh, admiring your discovery and admiring it so much that you give me feedback where I am now in 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 the path of reading a new book or listening to a new podcast. We all know that there's hundreds and thousands of podcasts to choose from. And I just wanted to say thank you for putting us on your weekly regimen. Um, and for those that are new to Project You with Cami Craig, this is a very special platform. It, it started nearly uh, over two years ago, sorry. And, and then it turned into this space where, you know, we could be open. And like I said, we can discover, and it really comes from storytelling. It comes from experience and it comes from the therapy. It comes from the wise. It comes from the, um, everything in between uh, that has really rounded this, this podcast to be where it's at today. And the only reason why it grows is because you feel something on your heart that that is good for someone else and sometimes the podcasts aren't for us and we know that immediately and we start fast forwarding a little bit you know and, and hearing the voice faster but in all in all we are um a community that has really bonded on this level of you know no face to face but more so by spirit and more so by soul attraction so again i just want to say thank you and for all the new listeners that have been diving in um, I've been very consistent week to week to week. Uh, however, the last few months have been crazy and awesome and exciting and 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 crazy <laughs> just because there's been so much going on. I would never say that it was bad. Um, but when you get a full load and you you know too much on your plate, you you tend to feel out of sorts. So a lot of this out of sorts with with a lot on my plate and a lot of new and change on my plate 
I've had to practice stepping back and really releasing myself from going at one speed, which is literally 100 miles an hour. So I, I want to thank you for your grace and understanding that um, we all are going through stuff. I I realize that every single day because, you know, I, I have the pleasure and the opportunity to meet and greet people daily through text messages, through DMs, through Instagrams, um, through emails and through face to face. And, and that doesn't even touch like actually communicating with other people, just walking around and, you know, moving through the footsteps of your community. But, um, I've, I mean, even this past week, I, I, I think about my friends, you know, I had a girlfriend, her son goes into surgery and then I have another past friend that lost her husband. And then I have, you know, people in the gym that are going through stuff, sickness, illness, mental health, you know, all the things. And then, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying all that to just dump it, you know, and make this a somber place. I'm sharing that to let you know that every single person is going through their own walk and they're probably doing the best that they can do. And that's why Project C, not Project C, uh, Project U, sorry, has been such a, a profound platform because we now start to understand that, oh shoot, I need, I need to pick this tool up. I need something else to cope with this situation. Or I never thought of it this way. You know, perspective is so different through, through the eyes of everyone. And and it's different through, because of experience, it's different because of education. It's different because of, of time, you know? So anyways, I, I just want to commend every single one of you for, loving on yourself enough to want to pick up different tools and allow these tools to be in your toolbox so you can actually use them at one point, you know? So I'm going to really kind of go back in time uh, today because I am moving forward and I want to share all the great things and the fun things that are happening. But first things first is drawing back uh, into the month of February. And and then in Project U, we'll just keep going forward. Um, I had one of my girlfriends actually text me the, the other day, and she's like, I've been keeping up with you through your podcast because there's a lot of storytelling. And it's and it's life experience, you know, for me, at least on this side, and dealing with the gym and dealing with, with um, you know, your own personal life, Cami, and, 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 and all those things. But there's a lot to be shown, a lot of lessons uh, in my face. So... That's also for for the new audience that are coming in strong. Um, this is this is kind of that space. But then what we really ask and what people tend to do so often, which is such a great way to reflect and to process and you know really download everything that's going on, is journaling. So my experience is is just one experience. You know, and yours is another, and then your mother's is another, and then your best friend, and then your colleague. Like, we all just have these different, you know, ways that we live and ways that we get through things. Uh, And this is where it becomes very profound because I may speak of something, right? But in return, we are already thinking of how does this relate to me? Is this relatable uh, topic, you know. So this is uh, where we're going today. I am I am going back in time to the month of February of 2022. Today, 
I really just want to dive deep into the act of forgiveness. I always look in the dictionary. I am a junkie for my journal. I I love my pen. I love my pencil. I love a good marker. Uh, For anyone that wants to put something in my stocking, um, a pen will do. (laughs) A really good, nice pen, right? Um, But I, I really do love and always have loved the dictionary. I remember growing up and and having the thesaurus and having the dictionary and and words fascinated me. Uh, of course, I probably didn't know how to pronounce them well and I didn't know all the time what the words meant, but I loved spelling. I loved writing, all, all that. So I really, I really do tune into the dictionary almost every single podcast <laughs> that we record, all 119 of them some way, somehow. So Forgiveness is a noun that I'm looking at right now, uh, and it, it the noun says the action or process of forgiving or being forgiven, okay? And what is the true meaning of forgiveness? Um, I need to let you guys know right now that I'm, that I'm really going deep into psychology. I actually graduated from college with two majors, uh, major... One that I like to claim is communications and in marketing and public relations. And then also my second major was sports psychology. So not, yes, I emphasized on sports and that's done a great, great um, uh, deal for me in my profession. But I find myself diving back more into the beginning site classes Um for what I'm involved in every single day, which is breaking habits and in personalities and and background of living and uh, style of living, the environments and 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 diving in that way. And so I I never thought that my that the psychology part was really working in my favor for my profession. Uh, yet as I get older and I am passing through a lot of um, you know my awakening, I have noticed that psychology and the work of the brain is the most fascinating thing that I could dive into lately. So, so, um, I'm, I'm embedded in that. And then I'm also embedded in, um, um, schooling right now for understanding personalities more, understanding the brain more, um, understanding behaviors more. So, um, this is all because I'm really enlightened. Um, and I know that the desire in my heart is real and, there's a whole new realm of, um, you know, Project C, Project U, uh, to reframe and retrain the mind through neuroplasticity. Uh, so this information of forgiveness comes through comes from general psychologists uh, defining forgiveness as a conscious, deliberate decision to release feelings of resentment or vengeance towards a person or a group. Who has harmed them, regardless of whether they actually deserve your forgiveness? It is an act, right? It is an action. So I, I'm embedded in this word, um, and I didn't know I was going to be embedded in this word last February of 2022 um, until I was, and then I then I start going over stages of my forgiveness. I started going over the types of my forgiveness. I then started to understand the importance of my forgiveness. Was, you know, was there a spiritual meaning behind my forgiveness? And 
and what does the Bible say? What does scripture say about the forgiveness um, that I'm talking about, which I'll get into? Um, what, what was the, the, the feeling of full forgiveness? How did I forgive? You know, what was the ability? What was the power? So these things that I'm talking about are the things that I'm looking at in my journal right now. And, and, you know, in February I'm writing down to make sure that I have this raw emotions because I wasn't ready to speak about it back in February. But I knew that this topic was going to be profound. I knew that it was going to be needed for someone else to hear because because it's hard, you guys. It is it is a is a it is a spiritual practice, really, forgiveness. And and you gotta you gotta be well, you know, and you gotta dig deep in order to do this. And again, I I wasn't sure um, about everything um, that I'm about to talk about in, until. Um, most recently, of course. Um, and that's why it's, it's better and easier, uh, clearer, you know, to speak about it because it feels right. And, and not only does it feel right, but I'm thinking correctly. I feel like I have clarity and calmness in my thoughts. And, and then that clarity and calmness actually complements my nervous system. So if I feel my nervous system, you know, my blood pressure heighten and if I start getting heart palpitations and my eyes my eyes start to jitter, um I get the anxiousness of, you know, all the way, you know, for me, I can pretty much allow myself to not swallow my own saliva. That's how worked up I can get. Um so once once I see um you know, a change in self through my physical nervous system, I then begin to understand, I'm like, oh, you're really working through this. You're you're really um, in a place where you are releasing. And then I know that this is not just something that I'm saying or that you're saying to, because you're, you know, you're playing the tough card and, you know, you're doing this for status and you're doing this to make yourself feel good and make others feel good around you. No, this is the real deal. Okay. So when, when, when I understood back in February at a deeper thread, because believe me, I wanted, I, 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 I thought I knew everything in the very beginning, but of course through trial and error and, um, the experiment of your life, you, you start to understand. But when, when I look back on the stages of forgiveness, Number one was just acknowledging that my heart was hurt, okay? And once I did that, I understood that I didn't have to be a victim to this hurt. I didn't have to um, be in suffering from this hurt. This is something, this was the first step to forgiveness. And and you guys, I really want you, I'm going to begin to tell the story, but I really want you to think about something in your life, someone in your life, the action that was placed upon you, um, which put you in a very, you know, probably horrible place. Um, Some call it nightmares. Uh, But whatever it may be, if you're acknowledging that you have been hurt, you are on the, the, you are in the process of forgiveness, okay? And and remember, this is just one little step, and it takes a lot of steps. And no one has the blueprint um, 
to when the full forgiveness is going to happen. But um, I know who does have the blueprint. And that is your soul. That is your spirit. And that is, you know, for for those that are spiritual, your God, your universe, um, your power, your higher power. So um, I really just do want to commend you for acknowledging your hurt. All right, you guys. So back in February, um, and I'll, I'll kind of jump around here. Just stay with me. But back in February, I had the most amazing engagement party that you could ever dream of. Um, it was even in our own gym. I, I was kind of skeptical of having it there. But the more and more that Dan and I started to collaborate and want to celebrate with our with our loved ones we saw ourselves drawing more towards the the places and the things that made us feel at home meaning when we wanted to get you know do our engagement party we were going to places like revisions and the depot and um the grove and trying to find these you know, big, open, wide spaces, you know, and once those wide spaces, you know, came to light, we stepped in there and we, you know, we felt it and we're just like, nope, not the space. And, and really, you know, to be fair, asking the questions of, you know, to the general managers, how much is this going to be? What can we do? How many people, you know, those are, those are either, you know, hard yeses or hard no's. And especially when we were working with the budget and, all this stuff, right? So what it came down to was we were like, why would we go anywhere when we have our own space at the gym and we can do it there and we can have our loved ones. Everyone knows where it's at and we can we can delegate and have our family help and have our friends help and we're getting better at that. Well, I am. And um, let's just do it that way. So we did. And we had, we had some help on a video and the boys actually, um, and I surprised Dan with this, um, the end of the video, just letting him know how much we loved him individually and how blessed we feel, all that, right? So from the company, from the things that were said, the things that were seen, and engaging in in what mattered the most, which was Dan and I and our love and our commitment to to have this third entity, which was our union um, between the two of us meant everything. And so we wanted to be home to do it. So this whole beautiful thing happens. We don't want the night to end, but it ends. It has to end because that's just how life goes. You know, there's, there's always a moment in time where the sun comes up and there's a moment in time where the sun goes down and then it becomes a memory and then within that memory, we we wake up and we're, we're already in the place of reflection. You know, we're downloading every single thing that was going on and processing all this and then smiling and laughing and texting everyone like, oh my gosh. And, you know, just this really beautiful, righteous feel, feeling of love, you know. And when I say righteous, I say that in the most loving way um, of this community that came together for two souls, um, you know, pronouncing their commitment to each other to become. So that 
happens and the next day is is amazing because of everything I told you. So I then get a text message, truthfully, that Monday. And this message says, Hey, Cammy, it's so-and-so. I want to know if we could chat. Can I call you? And I got to tell you, I, I laugh at myself when I even think about this, but I am most of the time business Cammy. Like there's there's not all the time that I'm just like dorky, bouncing off my feet, running around, dancing, um, um, you know, hugging on everyone and whatever. Like I, I have that and I give that to my special people um, as probably you do too. When you're wearing your suit at work, it's not like, you know, you're, you're doing your hobby, you know, or, or you're doing something that you would do on the weekends. Like you're, you're in business mode. So here I am in business mode and I write back to this person that I don't know who it is. And I say, yes, of course, I I can call you. Um, would you like to talk? Would you like to set up appointment about nutrition or training? So then this person writes back and says, Hi, Cammie, this is so-and-so. I wanted to call you and tell you I was sorry about our past. And a big dart just like chucked into my stomach partially my heart it felt like and my blood pressure went up and my nervous system jolted and my heart was thumping my visions my vision got skewed and I was I was quick to respond by saying I don't think there's much to talk about and I I just had to breathe and I just had to work through this and and I I actually called one of my girlfriends right after that was a part of my life um, in this part of my life in 2015 and and so I I I used that as my calming you know I, I I made sure that when I reached out to my girlfriend I I declared do you have time and space for what I'm about to tell you and of course, she, as being one of my best friends, she said, yes, I do. I'm like, okay. And I think that's very, very courteous of humans to do because sometimes, you guys, we have so much on our plate. Like I was saying, like, I don't know if, you know, that that chick's boyfriend or husband or son or whatever, you know, catastrophes are happening on that side and then I'm overloading you know, on that person, because I didn't even ask if that person had time or space. What a beautiful gift that you can give other people by asking just that question to be sure, because timing really is everything, you know, and I don't need to steal, um, you know, time from this person if, if they don't have space and thank God she did. Okay. Um, that that was a little side note, but, um, all in all, she listens to me and she's like, oh, I wonder, you know, and then we start to play that I wonder game. I wonder why. I wonder this. I wonder this. And and then maybe this. And you really just don't know until you know. And I had to decipher, was it important 
enough for me to know? Or do I lay this, um, you know, situation to bed and never look back? Well, the power of forgiveness is strong, you guys. I, at that moment, you know, this is early on in the week, I, I told myself, I'm going to sleep on this. And I'm going to make sure that when I wake up, I still feel the same way after I calm down, uh, of course. And and so I, I laid there and I started to consider how all the hurt and the pain has affected me in the past. Again, I'll kind of clean up this story for you, but that's my thought, you know, and my next thought was accepting that. I could never change the past, what had happened, ever. Um, and and even though that, you know, my step one was acknowledging the hurt, step two was, you know, considering how all this made me feel and then accepting that I couldn't change the past, I, I was open to hearing what this woman had to say. Because I realized that I had already forgiven this human a long time ago. And I determined that by, by the feeling that I had past the trigger. So that's why it's very, very important in my life. And maybe it's important in your life. This is a question that you really need to ask. Are you quick to react are you quick to respond? And if you are, it's one of those things that you can really slow down. Again, I'm practicing all this. It's not, I don't have it, you know, perfected by any means, but it's so in front of my face that I need to practice slowing down. It's so in front of my face that I do not need to react. Instead, I need to sit back and, and literally go to sleep and wake up the next day and, and say, oh, yeah, this is exactly what I'm doing. Or, oh, thank God I didn't do that. And, I, and believe me when I tell you, I've um, had situations where I wanted to react so bad. So I would then ask space, ask for space from my friends and I would give them my reaction, you know, because you're safe, you're good. Um, and then, and then you get this different perspective and you're like, oh no, I don't need to, I don't need to go that route because it doesn't make any sense. Right. So I, I feel that in this moment that I woke up, um, I felt comfort in knowing that I was on and already had been on the road of forgiveness. And this is why my life was opening up the way that it has been. But I, I really didn't put all of it together because I was never in a situation where I, I, I thought that deep about it. So I, I gave myself a whole nother day and um, I, I realized that this situation was going to come to the front side of me and I was going to feel this. And as I was going to feel this, I was going to feel this once and for all. So lo and behold, I'm driving to the Renaissance and 
I was going there to talk to our coordinator about booking all the rooms for our wedding because our wedding's in May. And I just wanted to make sure that this portion of the wedding planning was getting getting started because we had just got done with this fabulous, um, you know, Sunday engagement party and I'm ready to kick and roar. So when that happens, um, I'm literally driving and mind you, when I say I went to sleep, I, I, I had all these feelings. I had a full day. I didn't know when this phone call was going to happen, but I, I was I was definitely open to it. I put it out there. Um, but again, I, I wasn't pushing or shoving anything, which is another part of my um, process of practice, which is I want to control things. I want to make sure everything fits and everything is certain and everything is um my way and (laughs) i i i had to push myself away from that thinking so again i just let things happen and if that phone call was going to arise then it was going to happen sure enough it did and i'm driving in i remember looking at the renaissance and i see this phone number and i just you know clicked it on in my car and it was her voice and I immediately take a left right into the parking lot put my car in park and sink in as deep as I could to be completely present knowing that forgiveness was on the front side of my heart knowing who I was speaking to Before I tell you this story, when I wrote in my journal about the spiritual meaning of forgiveness, I wrote down forgiveness may also mean forgiving yourself and feeling real sadness and remorse about how you felt. And again, you know, part of my steps to forgiveness when when I look back at everything is is obviously acknowledging that I was hurt considering how hurt and how the pain affected me and accepting that I could not change the past. Um, But I had a lot of self-forgiveness because of, of the way that I felt and how long that I stayed in my previous marriage. So all of this just hits me hard and, and it out of the gate, it was a calming conversation, I want to let you know. It was clear as day. It was easy. And it wasn't an act of reactions. It was a place to respond to everything that I've ever felt and, and learned through the lessons along the way. And with that came a lot of strength and came with a lot of courage because, you know, previously in my life, I, did, I didn't have that. It seemed like I did because I put on a great act, but, you know, Cami was very, very, um, you know, hurt and, and unsettled and insecure, you know, so this, what this woman that has been in this awakening is and has been getting stronger and enlightened and empowered and inspired 
to to become her best self, even though she's gone through a nightmare, just like you probably have. You know, your 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 lowest point, your your most down, the most pain, the most hurt, um, has probably put you in a place where you have learned the most biggest lessons that that they no longer are seen as a tragedy. They are seen as a freaking celebration to overcoming you know, one of the biggest hurdles and living your best life only because you put yourself in a position um, to really heal because you acknowledge that you hurt, you were hurt, you know, put yourself in a position to really overcome because you considered how the hurt and the pain had affected you and that you cannot change the past. You know, you were determined. And so here I am as the woman sitting there in the parking lot, ready to go do more stuff for the next chapter of my life. Well, guess what? Things don't go as planned all the time. They're not just always the sparklers and the beautiful scenery and setting. Um, you know, these other things that happen are, are, are there to help, um, you know, refine everything and look at it in a very repairing way. Um, a very, you know, big place of lessons and a big place of forgiveness. This woman called me and this woman was the girlfriend to my ex uh, during our marriage. And I'm talking about this because people have a very hard time forgiving others. They have a very hard time, you know, putting their best foot forward, not to, not, not because they're, you know, being, being someone that has to be, you know, better because of their status, better because of, because of their political views, better because of their elections. But that has nothing to do with it. Keeping up with the Joneses and, you know, putting on the act. If anyone knows that life, it was me. And I put that all to rest. This conversation was so worth it to me and I didn't know what was to come of it at all, but it was worth it because I actually saw every single step of true forgiveness for the first time in my life, which also gave me the, the biggest rush the biggest excitement, the biggest, you know, um, you know, refresher to this next chapter in my life because I was actually able to get rid of the burdens. I was actually able to get rid of the bitterness and the resentment. And this was a long time ago. So she calls and she says, hi, Kimmy. I just want to let you know that I'm very thankful for, for you talking with me, considering, you know, talking to me, I wanted to call and let you know that I'm very, very, very sorry for destroying your life. And, you know, this is, this is a hard thing to listen to for most, right? Because you hurt me. You, you were vicious. You did this on purpose, all the things, right? Um, but instead you guys, I, I, I remember thinking if she does call, 
I'm going to flow from my heart and I'm going to respond and not react. And at that very moment, I let her know that I, her name, I just want to let you know that this phone call that you're making right now is not for me, but it's for you. Because long ago, I was able to forgive you. I acknowledged the hurt that you had applied into my life. I considered all my hurt and my pain. I accepted that I couldn't change the past. And it was up to me to be determined enough whether or not I was able to forgive you with your blessings or not. I had to be determined to repair this heart of mine because it was so inflamed. And through the repair, I was able to learn the biggest lessons, which then put me in a position where I was able to forgive so I could live the life that I was destined to live. And she had deep breaths. She was very calm. She was very nervous. Um, but speaking truth and nothing but the truth was the only thing that I could possibly do. Now, I remember my feeling when I first got this text. I boiled. I panicked. I, you know, basically saw murder, um, which is, you know, red, level 10. And I, I can go there real quick because I'm used to that, you guys. I'm used to a chaotic life. I'm used to trauma. I'm used to pain. I'm used to, you know, hurt. And, and so when, you, when you're used to all that, you, you go into fight or flight all the time. And you deflect and you put on a mask. And, you know, the desire of your heart's, you know, the desires of your heart is there, but you have to turn it around because you're there to be the project manager and all the things. So the fact that I was calm, the fact that this practice was able to be actually applied was was a huge statement for me. And I, I literally was just sitting there in awe of myself that I could even hear this woman's voice, listen to this woman's voice, to be fair. Um, so anyways, you know, she let me know that I was the most kindest person that she had ever met in her past. And the fact that I am listening to her and talking to her right now shows more of my kindness. And she was very thankful. She let me know that she never would have known that she would have been the one suffering over everyone in the situation the most um, because of what she had done. And I realized that there's consequences in, in our life. And sometimes they, you, you know, we think that they, they aren't justice. And we think that, you know, because we want to make sure that, that we find justice for other people. And that's just not the fact. I learned listening to her um, pain and, and the way that she was conveying everything that her consequences were daily by knowing that she had devastated and shook and, you know, ruined a whole other family's lives. 
you know, and, and believe me when I say I've already done, you know, had my forgiveness with, with my ex. Um, but this was a whole nother level because this other woman was a woman that fell in love with someone that I was in love with and someone that I had kids with and, you know, doing life with and, and, and attempting to keep this unit together, you know? And so, um, this, this actually, uh, meant a lot because I, I needed to know that I truly forgave, um, when I said, or when I felt that I forgave and, and that was real you guys. And it was, and again, it was because the, the feeling deep inside. So she, you know, then started to share with me that, um, you know, it's been, been hard and she should have called me a long time ago. Um, but she didn't. And, and I just let her know that timing is everything. Um, I am very thankful for her and my ex showing me exactly who they were. Unfortunately, it took me a lot of time, which which just so happened to be a lot of the same lessons over and over and over again. And that's part of um, the pattern that I think the universe and or the, you know, my higher power um, will do in our lives, which is do the reoccurring lessons until you pass the test. And I was put up to this test. Like this wasn't my destined life. Like I was choosing a life that was way over my head. Um, the, the capacity of love that I have in my life did not match, um, this, this lifestyle. And so, or this way of living and or loving. So I let her know that, through all my lessons, I am so thankful for her and my ex for showing me what the worst of the worst type of human feels like, looks like, manipulation, trickery, narcissism, demonic, evil people look and feel like. They come in beauty and they come in charm. And I only knew that because of her and him. And so I was able to let her know that. Um, I, I know that there's bad, bad, bad people and bad situations out there, which helps me understand more about even global events like everything that's going on with our government, everything that's going on in different countries. Like, it is not beautiful all the time. And I'm a very hopeful person. I'm a very optimistic person. But walking through your own tragedies, walking through your own trauma, walking through your own, you know, desperate needs to to become, you you are quick to understand that, that, evil out there is out there to harm you and it's out there to put you in a hole so you don't become and as I acknowledged my emotions about the harm that was done to me and how they affected my behavior and how you know my daily life I had to work every single day to release them I did choose to forgive the person 
who offended me the most, and that was her. And I told her all this, you guys. And it was in calmness, and it was in love, and it was in, it was in clarity. I wasn't panicked. I wasn't, I wasn't yelling. I wasn't blood pressure high. It was just a part of my system in forgiveness to move away from the role of a victim, you know, release the control and the power of the offending person in this situation, you know, that was over and in my life. And as I started to move away uh, from the role as a victim, I started to walk into forgiveness, you know, and letting go of the grudges and the bitterness and the resentment. And, and then I was able to receive the blessings in my life. And I told her, because of you and my husband and among a hundred other things that were going on, I was able to find the most beautiful, loyal, trustworthy gentleman that loves me to the core, from my toes to my head to my inner being. I was able to find that because I was able to see how gross and disgusting um, you know, your guys' actions were. And she sighed. She said, thank you for sharing that with me. And I said, I said, thank you for listening. And one of the things that I did want to tell you um, that didn't make a lot of sense to me in the past but made more sense to me now because I've had to have my own self-forgiveness was the reason why I and maybe other women don't leave an abusive relationship. I told her the reason why I didn't leave on December 6th of 2015, the night that her, my ex, her husband took me aside and said, hey, there's a huge affair going on. It's been going on for almost two years. Um, the reason why I didn't leave that night, my, my ex-husband, um, was because I told her I couldn't fathom the thought of you being around my children, raising my children, looking at my children, anything. So if it meant me sacrificing the years that I did ahead of me to make sure that they were, you know, stable, secure, safe. That's what the mother, that's what the animalistic mother, Cami, did. And you know what her words were? You did the right thing. Because her and I both know that they were talking and they were communicating after that, you know, but when you put a mask on and you act like it's all good and, you know, I can, I can do anything. I can fight for anything. I am a warrior. I am the protector. I am the provider. I am the alpha. Then you just do, which is a whole nother block of information that, that 
I feel women should know more about, which we're going to dive a lot more into, which is femininity and, and, and the role of masculine containment from the right person. Again, we'll get into this later. But she said, you did the right thing. And then I just said, hey, I got to go. But I just want to leave you with this thought. And, and this thought is, I wish you well. I, I pray that you take care of yourself, that you take care of your husband and those kids that you have and that unit that is still intact because mine is gone. Mine is absolutely destroyed. And again, I want to thank you for showing me who you guys were so I was able to find the right path that I was that it was destined for. And she said thank you and something in regards to me being who I am and and unbelievable that I even gave her the time and space and and the calmness um, to talk with her. And I said goodbye and hung out. I got on my car. I walked into the Renaissance, took my journal, and met with this woman that was helping with her helping with the um, contract and the block of rooms and all the stuff. And I I got skewed a little bit because, of course, I had to go take care of business. I was supposed to meet her, you know, thirty minutes ago, but something else was on the table for me to to get to. And I was happy inside the Renaissance. I gave the best of the best time uh, with her and I, and then I walked out. And I don't know if this was just me or if it really was uh, a brighter sky and a brighter sun and a brighter light. But when I walked out of that hotel, I felt a huge case of light over my life and I just really really submitted to this very moment and I'll never forget it because I was able to think more clear I was able to understand that I was I was either going to act one way or another right in in this act of forgiveness and because my heart led and because I let my heart lead and I didn't try to control, I didn't try to do what I did before, which was was just one up you and and you know, in this situation, you deserve to 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 be offended now. You deserve to feel the pain now. And that's not how my heart was flowing. Never did it want to flow that way, that I wouldn't be able to sleep at night. And you guys, I sleep wonderfully at night. I sleep the best that I've ever slept in my whole life. And I'll tell you what, if I didn't let go of that grudge or that bitterness or that resentment, I wouldn't have slept well. And so this is this is more about um, the choice of release. You know, release the control, release the power that you've given those people that offended you so badly, you know? And then I walk out and I was just beaming with this light saying, thank you, God. 
thank you for showing me exactly what I needed to see, especially after Sunday, my engagement party, especially after walking into that renaissance, going over, you know, more of the wedding planning. Like I, in any other situation, you know, the devil comes to destroy. And if I would have let that be another demonic moment, it would have destroyed that day for the wedding planning. It would have destroyed you know, the engagement party where she got a hold of me the next day. It would have taken, you know, if, if I really was giving her the power, it would have taken everything, you know, of me. And I would have gone back to that same spot of pain and hurt, you know? And I know in a spiritual standpoint that we are not perfect. I know that we are destined to be forgiven as long as we're destined to confess, right? And and destined to cleanse our soul. If we're if we're open to that, then love prospers. Love wins over and over and over again. Even in the even in the, you know, shade of darkness. Love will win if you if you respond in a way that that you never have before. And that's when I knew that this this act of forgiveness was a huge moment that I reaped the most biggest reward that I could have ever felt and it was good mental health. <laughs> I walked away not risking myself of a heart attack. I walked away not risking my myself of losing sleep. I walked away not risking myself to feel induced pain. You guys, I walked away not feeling my blood pressure to the moon and my anxiety levels, you know, to the 10th max. Depression and stress did not take me over. Whereas before, all of these things, you know, when you're not in a, in a state of forgiveness or the act of forgiveness, we, we really, really decrease all chances of good health. So me having that mind and body connection with self made a lot of sense. And I was like, oh, wow, girl, like you really, really did this, did this uh, power of forgiveness. You were able, Cammie, even after moments of this, you were able to reflect on the situation. You were able to put yourself in someone else's shoes. Even though it's the hardest thing to do, you were able to put yourself in her shoes. You were able to choose to learn from this experience. The lessons have touched me in ways that I didn't know could actually help me. I thought they were always going to hinder me because it was such a freaking nightmare. I had the ability to let it go. And I have the ability to decide where I go from here. And where I go from here is up. Where I go from here is with a whole nother respect for myself. 
And if I can have this respect for myself, I can have this respect for my girlfriends. I can have this respect for my children. I can have this respect for my clients, my family, and so importantly, my husband. We'll talk about all that later. But I can have this respect. And then I can have this love. You know, because I really do believe, you guys, that if we're able to love, I'm sorry, if we're able to forgive, then we'll be able to reap the benefits of this life because you are not carrying around this burden on your shoulders anymore. Forgiveness is the power, literally the power that breaks the chains of all bitterness, all anger, all resentment. Like we don't need it in our life. Like it causes death. It causes stress, anxiety, depression, high blood pressure, all of it. It sets you free. Like I was shackled to my past for a long time because I was so broken. I was so hurt. This isn't normal. This wasn't cool. You guys suck. You guys were demonic human beings that stole and killed, tried to kill and destroy another human being, right? But because you can forgive without even hearing that, you know, it's okay, you know, or the voice of someone else, it, you, you are releasing yourself from your own prison. And it really, you know, at the end of the day, when I got, when I left there, I'm like, forgiving this woman prevented prevented me from being shackled to the stress that I don't deserve in my life anymore. I left that on purpose, so I needed to leave that. And there's a big controversy about forgiveness and, and, and forgetting, you know? And it's not that I forget. I don't have to forget it. If I forgot it, then I wouldn't have the lessons. If I forgot it, I wouldn't know where I came from and where where I am today. You know, and I I I just commend you. I I commend you for being a little bit of an extraordinary woman or a man. Forgiving others is hard. It's not easy. But the freedom that comes on the other side of the not easy is worth it. It's liberating. My soul is joyful, right? And I, I'm not I'm not walking around just effed up all the time and and you know that word trying. You know, I'm not trying to decode everything. Um, do I get in do I get in lows? Yeah. Did I a week before my wedding, you know, based upon stress and all the things that I was putting, you know, put myself under. Yeah, of course, not everything's perfect, but that those moments, you know, the moments that you're really able to forgive and you're, you're able to look in yourself in the mirror and be like, am, am I really ready to let go? Do I really want this change? Do I have grace installed into my heart? Can I release this? Can I seek a greater feeling than pain? Can this be genuine? Is it sincere? Is this my responsibility to forgive? And it was for me. So just a short little story of forgiveness. And hopefully us humans can 
can find forgiveness in our in our hearts, not to erase the past, but really just open up a new future um, by blocking the past from poisoning the future that's in store for you. So we don't we don't need to um, you know look back all the time and and see ourselves as as a victim. We need to look back and see ourselves as a courageous, inspiring freaking warrior that that literally came out of your own war. Um, very very open to change and 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 the ability to create this new beginning for yourself. And and that's that's the that's the leap of faith that was taken by me. And I know that's the leap of faith that you can give yourself. So hopefully that you can get into your journal. We are an hour deep into this amazing conversation. Um, but get into your journal. Have some raw emotion. Who do you need to forgive? Who deserves forgiveness um, in your life? And and really, I know you think that they don't deserve it, but I know who does. You deserve it. You deserve to forgive and to let go and to be merciful and to be full of grace um, so you can start living your life. This is part of mastering this self-discovery that, that you deserve. And I'm with you. I, I honor you. And I know that it's, this is painful, uh, but it's worth it. It is beyond worth it. And nothing is going to take you down. If anything, you're going to be lifted up and supported and loved um, in this journey uh, and in life. And I, I just commend you. Until next time, you guys. My obedience determines my outcome. My discipline determines my destiny. My faith determines my focus.